0: Everyone, welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise, and I'm
1: your other host, Jen Otero.
0: Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program.
1: That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years.
0: To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied.
1: Today we are back and we are starting a new series on for the month of February based on overcoming fear. Mm-hmm. And when I was driving in this morning, Mel, I was getting really excited about this because it really is such an important topic. Yeah. I don't think anyone who's living has ever live life without a moment of fear, Mm -hmm. let alone really being in a place of bondage to it. So we're going to spend the morning, as we're kind of kicking into the month of February, there'll be a couple conversations about this, but taking some time today to define what fear is, what it looks like, um, and really moving into a place of overcoming it. So I'm glad you joined us. And I mean, honestly,
0: and even you saying that, I'm thinking... I feel like there's always something going on in our lives that the enemy is tempting us with fear right. over. Mm-hmm. Whether it be something that's currently happening or just fearing anything that could happen or go wrong that's right in the future. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that I just literally was thinking like, man, there's something in my own life right now that if I let myself, I could really go into a place of fear over yeah. that. And so it really does apply to every last one of mm-hmm. us. Um, and yeah, so today we kind of want to focus in just on what it is and what we're talking about in this specific series. So we always start off with just a
1: a straight up
0: definition of the word. (laughs) And so a few definitions of the word fear are um, an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by expectation or awareness of danger. Mm -hmm. Um, Another is concern about what may happen, also known as worry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure none of us are exempt from that one. Um, another is just uh, a definition of fear is profound reverence and awe, especially mm-hmm. toward God, right? And then one is great worry and loss of courage, mm-hmm. which I thought was such an interesting definition. Loss of courage, and isn't that something that the enemy would want to attack every last one of us? Totally. With, um, and so obviously, even in looking at those definitions, there there's healthy fear mm-hmm. and there's unhealthy fear because there's there's some fear that is really God given and a means of protection over our lives you know and so it's not to say that the word fear is just I mean a blanket like everybody gotta get everybody every ounce of fear out of my life you know it's not a situation like that but it's understanding what's healthy what is not healthy Mm -hmm. and even the fear that I do have that's healthy like how is it used in a way that's appropriate that benefits my life um, and isn't taken to an extreme where you're you know, incapacitated to live. So there's a
1: lot of in between. Yeah, and all the different ways that fear really does manifest in the Mm -hmm. unhealthy sense. Like you said, worry or anxiety or intimidation or all the different ways that we can tend to kind of couch it all in this fear idea. Mm -hmm. But really the way that fear can manifest for all of us comes in so many different forms. When we were doing the research and walking this through, I kind of got thinking this through. I was like, okay, Lord, if fear in some sense is a God-given protection and it's a healthy place. It got me thinking even as the counselor in all the conversations I've had with young women about overcoming fear mm-hmm. and that scripture that talks about in Second Timothy one seven. It says, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So as I was writing this through and thinking it through I'm like, okay, Lord, where does it fall where there is the healthy fear? And understanding that that's God-given to some degree, but also the fear that's not. If your scripture says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, yeah, I was like, okay, I need to like look that through. And so yeah. I spent some time really looking in because when we talk through these things, we want to make sure that when we say something is God-given or isn't God-given or whatever, that we really get into scripture and that we're really making sure that we're looking at what the word says. And instantly that scripture had come to mind. So yeah. when I looked it through, I thought it was so interesting that when you look deeper into it, our translations often speak fear. God's not giving me a spirit of fear. But when you back it up, it's actually the words when it's in the original um, script, it's talking more about the area of timidity or cowardice. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. We take that and make it a fear conversation when reality, the scripture really says, for God has not given me a spirit of timidity or cowardice in that place of word for fear. So really it's saying that God has not given me a lack of courage he's not given me a unwillingness to move forward he has given me he's not given me a fear of making a decision so he in other words has not given me the unhealthy fear yeah he's given us the fear of like we'll talk in a minute of all the healthy things like sure. if you're afraid of heights don't go climbing up on a building or if there's a fear of snakes or things like there's a reality of being protected mm-hmm. but that when we talk about that scripture specifically he's talking about how he's not given us the unhealthy fear mm-hmm. so for whatever that's worth for all of you that love scripture i just thought that was so interesting because we can use that scripture when we're talking about fear and overcoming it but it's not that he hasn't given us healthy fear He's just not giving us the fear that gets us all jacked up.
0: Right, right. And I have, I don't remember where I heard this once, but I've thought about how in my own life, the the unhealthy fear looks like mm-hmm. me picturing the worst possible scenario that could happen right? without the presence of God in it. That's so good. And so me looking forward and thinking, like, what if this happened? Mm-hmm. And then imagining that happening, but forgetting that God would be there even if that did happen right. you know and so like sometimes I just have to take a minute and say Melanie you're literally imagining the worst thing that could happen in this situation and forgetting that mm-hmm. even if the worst happened that the Lord would be there with you That's just right. as he's always been there with it's you so Good. and every time I can put that into perspective it shifts things for me and so I thought that was an interesting definition mm-hmm. I, again I don't remember where I heard that so sorry to whoever said that that I'm not giving <laughs> you credit but I just thought man that has helped me every time under understand this is not healthy, mm-hmm. what you're, what you're thinking through right now and where right. your headspace is in this. And, um, but you know, as you said, we do want to go back and acknowledge the fact that there is healthy, balanced fear right. and, and it's the kind of fear that really kind of serves as an alarm mm-hmm. for us when something is not safe. Right. Like you mentioned, um, you know, I mean, it's good that we teach children mm-hmm. to have a healthy fear of the stove. <laughs> Very good. If you touch that, it is going to hurt. And so there should be a healthy fear of that. I have what I think is a very healthy fear of mice. I'm pretty sure that (laughs) if it could, it would eat me. So for me, it's that. Some people, it's snakes. Some people, you know, but like there are certain things that one could fear. Um because it's keeping you safe physically, right? Um, and so, I, in in that regard, it's something that the Lord did give us, and yeah. it's something that He gave us to protect ourselves. Um, and so, I think obviously everyone can connect with something that they have a healthy fear of. I don't know, maybe some would call my fear of mice a little unhealthy. I won't even literally go into a house if I know there's mice inside <laughs> of it. So that might be taking it a little bit far. She's like, maybe later on I'll put. We'll some talk of the about that later.
1: Mm-hmm. around this,
0: yeah, but. I think everyone can recognize I've got some of those things in my life Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, just really keep me safe, that keep me protected. Um, But what we really want to talk about today Mm -hmm. is really talk about that unhealthy side. And really, that's what we're going to talk about through this whole series is is the unhealthy fear, the kind of fear that's given to us by the enemy. Um, And what is it? Where does it come from? Why is it so important that we overcome it? And how do we do it? That's really kind of where we're. Yeah, headed
1: in this. It makes me think of my 15-month-old right now, who's everywhere. Mm. And there's just a lot of that teaching of healthy mm-hmm. fear that we're doing right now. She doesn't have any fear of anything? No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. My husband looked at me the other day and goes, I'm pretty sure that as she grows, she's going to be one of those where uh-huh. she looks and like, oh, that's what you're... I, I think I want to give that a go, too. Like. Uh-huh. Even the little things that go into the outlets, you know, the little plastic sheets, figure out how to pull them out already. Oh, I'm like, okay, that's cool. We are. We're going to duct tape. Whatever it takes. Like she just, that's just how she's wired. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of this teaching of healthy fear mm-hmm. going on in my world right now. And ultimately we have to understand that fear isn't really the problem at all. The problem is when it's the unhealthy fear that comes in and it begins to spill out into our circumstances, into situations that are genuinely far from life or death situations, but that it begins to cause us to make choices that are based on an emotion and not based on reality or based on a place of real truth. And that's where even, as you said, Mel, it's so important that we're going, okay, if there is an area of fear in my life, I have to acknowledge how much bondage it's brought in how much of the real estate in my mind it's taking mm-hmm. and how much I'm actually inviting the Lord into it. Because if we're not doing that, man, it's no joke the way that the enemy will just exacerbate this in our yep. lives. So it can. it's also really understanding that fear and unhealthy fears really often come in when we've experienced trauma when we've experienced hurtful experiences it's like the conversation that we always have that there's always a root to something mm-hmm. and so understanding that when we've experienced hurtful situations or trauma or different things in our lives that that can trigger a fear response within us that is I mean just really genuinely hard to overcome it's no joke even if that fear is not legitimate or real there's a saying I had heard the acronym from a speaker a couple weeks ago that said I don't remember anybody we hear stuff had from that that one really everyone. cool lady you did a good job but I don't remember your name but she Said fear, an acronym for fear, is false expectations appearing real. Mm-hmm. And isn't that true? Like, that's what the enemy loves to do. He loves to cause us to get focused on something that may never even happen yeah. and get us so wound up and freaked out and so nervous and worried about something that may never even happen. Where suddenly we're so focused on that that so much of our life is becoming stolen from us and we, it just messes up some yeah. stuff when in reality it's not even legitimate or real.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, like you said, Fear in and of itself isn't typically the main problem. That may be the root of the problem, but what it does is that when it spills out into all these other areas, mm-hmm. we may act on it, um, we may make decisions based on it, but even if if it's not seen... Um, You know, from the outside in, I know how many times fear has spilled into every area Mm -hmm. of my life and that it has completely disrupted my peace. Right. It's completely disrupted my joy. I'm 100% distracted because I've got this fear thing going on. And so Mm -hmm. it has affected my entire life, um, even if it's maybe not directly affecting some the way i'm acting or speaking which it probably always is without you even realizing it but i know that internally it has completely disrupted every part of me Mm -hmm. and so it's just it can really just be used um to steal so much from our lives um and you know when you when you research just different types of fear um you're gonna find a long list i mean there's some see some crazy stuff that oh, people yeah. have phobias of. Um, there's a lot out there and a lot of which are external fears like we've mentioned fire, snakes, mice, whatever it is. But then there's other mm-hmm. fears that are like root level heart fears that you know like you mentioned are typically based off of some sort of experience that yeah. you've had or hurt that you've experienced and and some of those could be fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. I'm looking at me on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fear of rejection. Fear of abuse, fear of loss, fear of being out of control. That's a huge again, one. looking at myself on this one. Um, <laughs> I think I need to do some work after this podcast, but you know, when you, when you realize how many of those, I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many. And, and we always talk on mercy talk and just in really everything that we do with mercy about that analogy of the tree Mm -hmm. and how every last one of us, whatever it is that we're struggling with, whether it be some sort of behavior or attitude, whatever it is, it's got a root to it. And the behavior or the attitude or whatever it is that you're struggling with isn't actually the problem. It's Mm the, what, what is at the root? Because that, when that gets addressed and when the root issues, when a tree is dying, you got to tend to the roots because right. when the roots are tended to, the tree becomes healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's the same for us. Um, and so we've got to find out a lot of times those fears are the roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found myself doing things or saying things or acting in a way. And I've been like, Melanie, what are you doing? Right. And I realized if I'll take a minute, I will realize, oh my goodness, that was that fear of failure mm-hmm. coming out in you. And that's the root. When I can address that, then those things start falling off. So yes. um, it's just so important to understand
1: where those things can get rooted in and what they are. Yeah, and to really give the Lord room in place to identify that. It makes me think specifically of a client that I was working with just recently and this person came in initially really struggling with suicidal ideations and was just really freaked out because it mm-hmm. wasn't something they wanted to even intentionally move into. It was thoughts that were coming to mind that they weren't thinking, but they didn't fully understand authority. But as we prayed it through, I found it just crazy interesting and that's why I brought it up during this time is that the root was actually fear of failure. Hmm. That this person every time they would hit a new experience or social settings or moments where they felt like they weren't going to do well, this anxiety and this fear would kick up and what it did is it started to open a door to all of these extraneous thoughts that they, they were not actively suicidal they did not want to die, but what it did is that there was so much fear and anxiety that it started to open doors for the enemy to start planting some of these other thoughts, yeah. and before long, they were in counseling because of these suicidal thoughts. Not even putting it together that the real open door and the real root was a fear of failure. Wow, that was not something that in my experience as a counselor. No matter how smart I was, Mm -hmm. there was no way I was going to put my finger on that root. It only came by giving the Holy Spirit room to go in and go, Lord, what is this really rooted to? Because this isn't something they even really want. This is extraneous thoughts that are coming in. But as the Lord started to identify, you're so afraid of failing. You're so afraid that you're not going to do well. And that because this fear rooted in, it's opening you up to all these other things that are just crazy. Like It just started to get really crazy. And the way that this fear started to move into so many areas... And what I found so interesting as I work with this person is realizing, wow, every area that this fear has attacked is your greatest strengths. You love people. You're so social. The Lord has called you to be on stage and to minister to people and all the things, even for this 13-year-old young person, like for them to realize like, wow, every area that I'm feeling fearing failure are the very areas God has gifted me and that I'm the most called to Mm -hmm. but because this fear had gotten in it really caused so much havoc and I'm happy to say this person's doing amazing now she's doing so so good good. because we've identified it and truth came in but that's Mm -hmm. just one example of how you look at the the branches on that tree whether it was suicidal stuff or anxiety in our humanity we would have never brought that all the way down to actually root of fear Mm -hmm. and that's really what it came down to which was super cool to to see God unfold.
0: Yeah, I love that. Whenever you're like, "Yeah, no, I would never have been able to figure nope, that out. Not in but a million years." Revealed it, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. And I mean, I just honestly, I don't know. This may be too strong of a statement, but I just have a hard time believing that for almost. Every single person, mm-hmm. the things that have been the, a source of struggle in your life, either in the past or currently, it is hard for me not to think that there is not some fear somewhere mm-hmm. in there. It may not be the prominent root issue, right. but it, I just feel like it's always there, that the enemy is always tempting us in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I know a lot of people will ask us when we talk about the the roots and the tree and the brain yeah. like, well, how... Do you know what the roots are? And how, and of course, we always encourage them to seek the Lord in that, and that he is so faithful to reveal those things but man I feel like one of the first questions to ask is like is there is there fear in here is Mm -hmm. there a fear of something Um, and so honestly I mean even as we wrap up today I think it's always good well we always want to give you guys practical things but it's always good to ask the Lord do I have any fear in my life right now that is not healthy that is not of you and what is it and I just believe with all my heart like he's going to to show you mm-hmm. what that is. It's going to come to light cuz he wants it out of your That's life so more than even you do. And so if there's anything, even if you're sitting there going like, "No, I don't think I have any issues with fear. I think I'm good." It's just good to ask it. Yeah, it's just not? good to check in every once in a while. <laughs> is there anything cuz I am telling you, I know for me personally, It has been something, if I hadn't taken a minute to step back and say, what's at work right here? Mm -hmm. If I don't take a minute just to check in with the Lord, like sometimes that stuff is just going and I've been so used to operating in that way that I don't even realize that there's fear happening underneath all of it. And so I just encourage you, whether or not you think you have any sort of, you know, fears that need to be dealt with, like just ask the Lord and just... I mean, he's so good at revealing things mm-hmm. in their perfect timing. Um, and then to really ask him also, like, what is at the root of that fear? Like, yeah. Where did that even come from? Because, man, when you can start to trace it back mm-hmm. and realize where it even came from. I think there's a whole nother level of healing and freedom that the Lord can bring to your life. And then always, always, always saying, Okay, as I allow the Lord to remove this fear from my life, what is a truth that you have for me, God, right. regarding that specific fear? Mm-hmm. So as as that is removed, what am I going to replace it with in my heart and in my mind that is true and that's of you, God.
1: Yeah. So it's just some takeaways so there. Good. Because that's really our heart, like we say probably every week is that there's one thing to have a really great conversation about these things. It's another thing for y'all to turn this off and go, okay, now I have some things to actually do about it. Mm -hmm. Especially as we continue this conversation next week, we're going to be talking more about why we need to overcome fear. That may kind of be like, well, dudgeon, but really there's some important things for us to discuss through about the importance of overcoming this area Mm -hmm. and really getting to the root. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at at mercytalkatmercymultiplied.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review.
0: We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today and we hope you'll join us next week.